What is up fellow bench warmers? Welcome to our weekly episode of Fantasy Bench Warmers and today we have a special guest of course my name is Jeremy Tan your co-host and kasama pa rin natin si Komish Eric. Komish. It's morning. Oy, wala na mute ka. Oh. The commissioner is muted. Yeah, that's yeah. It's a good thing in the league if the commissioner is muted. No. <laughs> <laughs> Excited for this show today. So oh, morning, morning, morning recording. So, yes. uh, medyo busy si Komishe, but we'll go through it. Paring ano parin? Today parin tayo with the weekly thing. Today our special guest is uh, is returning. We invited him back to talk about uh, mid-season fantasy and one of the more controversial. Uh, topics about trading na binibring up ng mga followers natin. Trading, uh, especially towards the end of the season kasi yeah, yeah. the collusion is parang very rampant pala in the, towards the end of the yes. season. So maraming, actually, we've got a, a lot of questions on how do we prevent this? How do you prevent that? So please welcome Mo Twister. Hey Mo. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having me. Honestly, I did not want to come back on your show because, you know, when you make these preseason predictions and then you're wrong, you don't you want to hide. <laughs> you know, like I told everybody to pick up Aaron Baines or draft Aaron Baines. Now he's like he's not even rosterable. And I'm like, you asked me to back on the show. I'm like, oh, now I have to defend my Aaron Baines. <laughs> well, actually, Mo, right now Aaron Baines has a double double at halftime. So, so this so is the maybe, perfect time. So this is the perfect time to come <laughs> well, back. Actually, well, at the same time, he has been okay these past couple of games. I think he's like a 12 and 8 guy. Um, even though I think Boucher was able to drop like 30 plus in you know prior to the All Star break, but um, yeah, yeah, I just I'm kind of joking um, <laughs> in a sense that. That's what you do in predictions. Like, I, yeah. Look, before we get to the fantasy stuff, I did my NBA season predictions, not the fantasy predictions, right? Yeah. And who was my MVP? Anthony Davis. Nowhere even near that. <laughs> uh, defensive Player of the Year was Ben Simmons. Meh, may chance. Yeah, I did. Yeah. That, that's a yeah. chance. Yeah. Rookie of the Year, I picked um, Wiseman. Nowhere uh. near. And then, and and my backup, my backup to Wiseman was. Uh, uh, who's who's the guy in Washington? Denny. Uh, Denny Abdi. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was my like wild card. <laughs> he's, he's on the bench now. He's not even playing anymore. <laughs> they don't even play him anymore. Uh, or what were some of my other? MVP? So you weren't as high uh, on Lamelo. I wasn't as high on Lamelo, and we'll bring him up later during fantasy talk because he's definitely uh, one worthwhile to, of a conversation to have. But um, I wasn't as high on Lamelo just because I, I just thought the competition that he. Was experienced or was exposed to prior to the NBA wasn't high level competition. It wasn't G League competition. It wasn't Spanish competition. It wasn't collegiate competition. It was yeah. Lithuania, Australia. Like it's like, come on now, right? It's, and, um, it's the big boys, right? Right. Although so, Australia was a pro league, right? So maybe you know. yeah, but we have the PBA is a pro league. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so so I I. I did not expect this, and I don't think a lot of people. Even Michael Jordan himself said that he's far yeah. exceeded the expectations. Um, who else did I have? Um, six man of the year. I, I did have Jordan Clarkson as my backup, so uh, close. But who was your six man? The who first was my six man? Oh, how bad! How awful! Danilo Gallinari. Now, granted, he's been injured, and you know who would have known, right? But he was my six man of the choice, uh, six man of the year, and then Jordan Clarkson was my number two uh, pick for that. Uh, my finals is Lakers over the Nets. This is pre James Harden, so, so that, that looks Nets, good. That Nets, looks my, good. Yeah, Nets my prediction good. possibly is still in play here. Um, is there any other? What are the other MVP Rookie of the Year? What are some of the major most yeah, improved? Which, Zion, which which I think is still possible. I think Zion as as most improved is still possible. Yes, yes. Yeah. Right. Who do anyway. you think is the most improved though? Right now. Good question. Uh, most improved right now, you know, Jeremy Grant. I think I'm gonna stick with. Cause say the thing with Jeremy Grant, right? And a lot of people who get considered for this award is they're not really more Im- most improved. They just have a bigger opportunity. Oh yeah. And yeah. and when you and minutes equates to stats. And I don't think, I mean, Detroit's awful of a team, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, that's why Christian Wood would not be my answer here either, because the great a, a big opportunity, but on a team full of garbage players doesn't make you the Nobody's. most NBA player, right? You're just yeah. stat padding. 
I honestly think Zion has taken the leap this year, especially. I mean, really, honestly, I think he has. And he, Randall, it, it, Julius Randall. How about Julius Randall? Julius Randall's a very strong choice too. You know what? Th- that might be the best choice. Um, it'll be it'll be either of those. But two he's in a big, big lefties bad team as well. Well, not really a bad team, but no, no New York, New York's in the playoffs, right? They're now. a playoff team, yeah. And yeah. and we might bring that up a little bit later as well. Okay, but anyway, continue. Let's go. Sorry. All right. All right. So, <laughs> fantasy natayo. How's your team so far? I'm in that. So. I'm in that bunch of that third place. We're all separated by one point. So I could easily be, I could be third today. Ah, and then so it's tomorrow, really close. You know? It's really, really close. Injuries obviously dictate as they do so many, every single year, the success of the team. Like the guy who's in first place has, doesn't have any injuries. Um, he also has players that are just kind of playing out of their minds, including Nikola Jokic. So um, I lost Thomas Bryant. I, I had a very heavy guard lineup. So losing Thomas Bryant to the, was it ACL tear? Yeah. It's been huge for me because my field goal percentage is, is, is broken. But I'm there within striking distance, well within the money. Obviously, I want to win, but I'll, I'll take any cash I can get as but, well. But third with one point difference, Mejo, that's, that's quite close. Anything can It is happen. close. I mean, I could totally, again, tomorrow I could be not in the money. <laughs> and then yeah. I'm in the money. So it's, it's, it's pretty close. Yeah, who are your no, top players right now? We're, uh, Luca, I, number one pick, which I told you in the first time we guessed yeah, it, yeah. the mistake. You it's a mistake it. to take him that early, but I want him so bad. Um, who else is on? And Fred Van Vliet have a really good fantasy year. Field goal percentage is a little rough on on Fred. I have Bam Adebayo, who who obviously is is still a, a really good uh, fantasy player. Um, John ja Morant is starting to pick it up a little bit. Recently, he's been generally a disappointment this season. Um, who else do I got on my team? Kelly Oubre had a rough, 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 rough start. Start, yes. Uh, has so now he, well so you own Kelly? You own Kelly Oubre? You drafted I him? I did. I did draft Kelly Oubre. And I drafted him at value right now. Okay. Uh, I took him in the fifth round, which is kind of where he's sitting um, in terms of the return. So I haven't made a profit on Kelly Oubre, but I also it hasn't been the loss that it was... Say the he was able round. to recover some of that early season slump. Yeah, I think I think he's in the top seventy range now, top sixty range, which is about the fifth round in a, in a league of our size. So yeah, so uh, so what's your you know best move so far? Have you made a lot of trades? Because you yeah. you mentioned that you yeah. love trades. I, I think trade. I traded Robert Covington for Ben Simmons early on, and Covington has picked it up a little bit recently. But I thought that was a really big trade for me. Um, I'm a big believer in Rob, Robert Covington, especially going to Portland uh, early on in, in, when they first made the deal because they the Trailblazers desperately needed yeah. defense, perimeter defense, and they still do. They're awful defensively. Yeah. But I also saw him look clueless early on with his shot. Yeah. And the defensive stats are harder to predict when you're a smaller guy. Like It's easy to predict with Rudy Gobert, but it's not easy to predict even with, 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 with a guy that's not that tall. So with Covington, I was like, mm, I'm not sure. I then flipped him for, for Ben Simmons, which I thought was a good trade. I even attached uh, Rudy Gobert for Bam Adebayo in that deal. So I kind of thought I won both ends of the trade. Yeah. That's probably my best move this year so far. Oh, I also sorry. traded Tim Hardaway Jr. To, I mean, I got Tim Hardaway Jr. for De, uh, DeLon Wright. Which I thought was just okay. I mean, I, I thought I got a little bit of value there because I needed to beef up my three point shooting. Plus, I get to watch Luca and have another teammate of him. So, for my own personal viewing, um, it, it, I thought it was a, it was an okay trade. But uh, I we've we we are playing. We have uh, currently right now uh, Roto League at, at yeah. currently, and we kita na namin yung difference between the Roto League and the head to head. So, oh, tell me, tell me, yeah. tell me, Jerry, how much do you like the head to head more? I mean, how much do you like Roto more? Please tell me you like it more. No, no, it's, me, uh, chill, chill lang. Alam mo yan. <laughs> if there are injuries, chill lang kayo. You don't really have yeah. to panic or it won't really mess up yeah. your your season. Because, like, in some of my leagues, I have Anthony Davis, I have yeah, uh, yeah. Carl Anthony Town. So, these, these are yeah. my first picks. So, parang. Death. Eh, agad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Death. It is. It is rough. So Eric, yes. Especially, especially for this year because of the COVID situation. Yeah. I think yeah. the roto really, really just what you like what you said, Mo. Like it's really perfect for this season. 
Yeah, it is. In my it opinion. Is. And, and maybe you guys go back to head-to-head next year because that's what you're used to and that's fine. But definitely this year should have been the Roto year. So I'm, I'm, if, if, if you had head-to-head this year, um, I, I, I can imagine you're very frustrated. No, we'll, we'll promote more of the, the Roto League. Yes. Parang experts league for yes. next year Roto. for our fantasy bench farmers. So Let's do it. We'll, we'll invite you there because we'll invite oh, some of the best. In I'm, the- in, I'm in. I'm in. I'll take an invite for that. Absolutely. Yeah, so... Uh, what's your worst move? Any regrets? Ako, I dropped Dr- Draymond Green right before Pumotok siya. That's one of my worst oh, moves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jeremy's still angry about that. Oh, my gosh. Because, oh, di ba nung nag-start, when it, he started, he started so bad. And... Yeah, but, but drop? <laughs> <laughs> drop? For who? Sobrang frustrated na ako nung oh, time na he dropped him for who? And then, right, I, for, I, I couldn't remember already, pero oh. at that time, at that time, I was so frustrated. Oh. Na. No, I think he dropped him for Pat- Patrick Williams. Sata, eh. oh. <laughs> Parang Patrick Williams. Eh. Oh, no. Okay lang sana if he continued the slump for a few games. Pero hindi. The, right, the next game, wala na, putok na agad. No, no, so, no that was a time that James Wiseman got injured also. And oh, he, yun, yun, exactly. he got shifted to the center position. And then he just... Yeah. I, I think I think Draymond's having a, a better year than most people uh, anticipated. So yeah, that's that's a that's a that's a tough drop, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, rough. Um, I guess my answer for pick again. You know, I, I I'm the kind of guy that dwells on the smaller names, right? Uh, that's why when you asked me when I first came here, like who's your your sleepers and stuff, I always pick these guys in the last round, stuff like that, because we all know the major players. So my worst move this season. It's going to be that level where I dropped Nerlens Noel. Now, I can't predict that Nerlens Noel. I can't predict that Mitchell Robinson is going to get hurt, right? We didn't know. Yeah. That. But even prior to him getting hurt, you can still bank on some defensive value with with Noel, yeah. whether it be one point two steals, one point four blocks, you know, in that range. But now, now that Robinson is out, I I am definitely um, feeling bad about it. I should. I mean, again, I'll go back to it. You should know that under Tom Thibodeau, he, he, he weighs heavily on the veterans. He probably, I wouldn't say he's the biggest fan of Robinson sometimes with his boneheaded, it's yeah. kind of boneheaded to trust. And the Knicks want to win. And yeah. if Tibbs loves the vets and the Knicks want to win, I should have held on to Noel. Noel has played, what, 40 minutes a game these past three games or something like that. So, yeah, but um, when, I, I really, when really at it. the start, talagang ano, droppable eh. I, I don't know if it's droppable. I uh, sh- shoot if you're dropping Draymond Green, yeah, he's dro- definitely droppable. For you, right? <laughs> that was just one mistake. But Pero I, nung, nung I, am hold, I am hold on Noel. I am hold. If I needed the stat, like if I look at my day and I said, "Hey, I'm two blocks or two steals away from jumping up into the stands today," I'll, yeah. I'll fire him there. Or yeah. if he, if the Knicks are going up against a team with. With, with a light front court, I'm putting him in. Or if, for example, I have Noel, they're going up against Dallas, the Dallas Mavericks. I know Luca leads the league in drives. Put Noel because he's also one of the worst guys in turnovers. I might get some blocks. I might get some steals. You, you, you hold. You hold. You don't drop. And I, I yeah. made a mistake. Yeah, but and then I guess it's roto. It's uh, I guess easier to hold certain players. Yes, it is players like that because if it's head to head, yeah. Uh, yeah. you'll probably drop Nerlens because he doesn't really right. contribute much of course. in right. your team. In, 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 in volume, yeah, in volume throughout the week, yeah, Nerlens probably yeah. not. But he is right now because of, of Robinson. Yeah, right now. Oh, hopefully sustainable because we were talking about it that uh, 41 minutes for him, the stats he yeah. gives in 41 minutes is probably the almost same stats he gives in 25 yep, yep, or you're 30. Right. 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 I would like still. to see 31 minutes for him, and that would be great for anybody who has him. And I have a trade uh, on the table for Noel to get him back for uh, Victor Oladipo. So I'm, I'm, you know, I have Oladipo. I'm thinking about it. Yun, yun yung pinagusto ko about Roto. Eh. The trades can look lopsided in stat wise, pero it doesn't really, it's not really lopsided because it depends Absolutely. on what you need. Absolutely. Like and we'll we get had, into that. We'll get into that when we talk about. You said you want to talk about trades and 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 protocol and culture regarding trades. That that's another very good point to bring up a little bit when we get yeah. to that. Yeah. But so, but, but Mo, like this year, do you, do you bank on more games early on? Because you might 
you know, there might be COVID postponements. Yeah, so I'm always plus two, plus three, sometimes plus four in games played to whatever the current day okay. for that reason. For example, I was plus four uh, last week or a little over a week ago prior to the All-Star break at shooting guard and I had Fred Van Vliet there. Now Van Vliet has missed two games, including today would be three. So I'm now plus one on shooting guard. So it's nice to have a little bit of buffer, kind of buffer there. Not that I would have benched Fred Van Vliet anyway, ever, right? Yeah. But yeah. you, I am plus on some of those things because I want to take advantage of the current situation. Say there is a COVID uh, breakout on a team. Some of the players are in uh, health and protocol. I'm going to pick up a Jakob Pertl, for example, even though he's not a playable guy on a normal, healthy team. He is right now. I have him yeah. and I'm very, very happy with him. But that's why I have, I use those positions to plus the center position because next thing you know the, the Spurs make a move Pertle goes back to 12 minutes a game and you know yeah. but I was yeah. able to bank on that value when he was valuable I guess is, is the way to say it yeah uh, who, who for you is the no, most disappointing this year other than uh, Seguro Anthony Davis is one Anthony Davis the number one answer absolutely because you're talking about a, a consensus number one guy I mean him obviously in Harden, but Harden, we didn't know the situation with him. So I think clear cut Davis was the number one pick. And what is he now on average, the 20 something best player? You think he's going to get the, back to, you know, at least close I, I to think, the numbers that he was giving? I think you're going to see the MVP number one pick level of Anthony Davis come to playoffs when he resorts to playing more center position. Um, Throughout the regular season, I don't think he's a fan of the center position, so he likes to do the power forward, and he does just doesn't. He's not as effective. When the playoffs come around and he is their main five, then you're going to see the stats. And we saw that last year, I think, in the bubble, he was incredible. I mean, defensively yeah. he was stout, offensively he was amazing. I think he should have been the MVP instead of LeBron, but I understand it's LeBron's team. But he's got to be the number one. And and you know, when you ask me who's the most disappointing players, this is where I go after the big names. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with the surprises, we talk about the little names. The bit disappointing is the big names because that's where the big investments come from. So Anthony Davis, Trey Young, DeAndre Ayton, these are guys you're paying a ton of money or a, a ton of draft capital for who have not returned. Even though Trey Young's borderline all-star, he's not the seventh best fantasy player or the yeah. eighth best fantasy player. That Even Jason Tatum, I think, is underperforming a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're all-stars in real life as Tatum was. In fact, I think he started this year, right? Yeah. And Trey was on the bubble, but still, they're not giving the first-round return. And even Luca to a certain extent, but I knew that coming in. Like, I knew that I'm not going to be... The, I knew I'm not going to get top 10 value from Luca, not even top 15 value, just because he's not that type of fantasy player. LaMarcus what? is another player, I guess. Oh, LaMarcus is a massive, massive, massive answer. Yeah, I mean, for, for, for Luca Mo, do you think he... Like this is the best he can be. Like this is the best version already. I think some people have fantasy him top twenty. Real fantasy or real life? Fantasy. Fantasy. He can be better. The free throw is a concern, right? Uh, he's now yeah. down to what fifty? Sorry, not fifty. Seventy-five percent. Seventy-five percent. Well, below where he was, say a month ago, in terms of what his monthly average is. So he can get better there. He's got the skill set to be better there. I liked. I like the one steal a game we're getting from Luca this season, but the turnovers are really, really high. The field goal percentage yeah. is nice, man. 47-7, I think, or 48, 40, 48. For yeah, Luka. 48. He struggled with the three-point shot, so that can get better as well. Um, so I, I don't think Luca's ever going to be a top five player, yeah. but I think he could be a top 10 player. And it's just not, it's not this year because he's really got to beef up. And he goes to the line so often. If he can get to 83%, 82% from the line, boy, his value. That's, that's a big uh, job. That's a big job. But he's capable. That's the thing. He's capable. He shoots. He shoots. He's, he's not a bad shooter. I mean, he's not a great three-point shooter. We, we, we all know that. But there's no excuse for him to be 75% from the free throw line. He should be better than that. Maybe, maybe I I ask that because like there's two two players that are really questionable roto wise, Yanis and Luca. Yeah. Um, you you see Luca's possibly going higher. How about Yanis? Do, do you do you is he is, is he a draftable player for you in roto? He is. Can you I, can you I, win I, I, with Yanis? Yes, you absolutely. Yes, you absolutely can. Now you can take the punt free throw mentality, which is hard to win in roto, but it can be done. And that's when you start putting Giannis coupled with Ben Simmons, um, 
you know those those types of players yeah. that are high volume and they don't shoot well because they're so dominant in other categories. You, you know, I would pick. <laughs> the only reason why I pick I pick Luca before Giannis is because I'm a Luca fan. But the smart money is picking Giannis probably higher than Luca. Lu- Lu- In Roto. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you can. You can. You okay. can. Okay. See, roto wise, I mean, counting stats wise, Yanis is talagang ang dami niyang nabibigay. Every other category, right, is strong. I mean, fine. You know, three points, three pointers made is is yeah. problem. But he is what the nineteenth best player right now, and Luca's, I don't know, twenty two. So they're they're close. Yeah, they're, they're I, I'm just debating whether I can win with uh, my free throws being one, like. Is that possible, or that that, that that's yes. what I'm thinking? Mathemati- that, that, yeah, mathematically you can. You can mathematically. Okay. Okay. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. If you have two categories that are one, Major, you're starting to get into the impossible range. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. How uh, about you know some of the surprising players for you? Oh, uh, Lamelo. I mean, Lamelo. Right. What? Forty-five, eight, eight, forty-five, eighty, uh, sixteen, six and six with one point six deals. Incredible. Incredible. Lamelo's been. You 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 think Lamelo or Halliburton is the better fantasy player at this point? Uh, Lamelo's yeah. better fantasy player because again, I'm expecting what I expected in the prior to the season starting is Lamelo's going to shoot below sub forty, you know, 37, 38 yeah. Yes, yes. In that, in that Devante Graham <laughs> territory. Parang Lonzo, no? Parang everyone yeah. thought it was like going to be Lonzo, like Lonzo. Right. Even, even the free throw, I thought the free throw was going to be hovering around 71, 70, 69, something like that. It's eighty. Okay. 16, 6, and 6. Awesome. And it could be better with, with a better role now. Uh, 1.6 steals. 1.6 steals is awesome for fantasy. Yes. And the turnovers are not killing you. I, I, Lamelo is absolutely one of the top surprises. So, so Mo, where, where, where will you pick him next year? Uh, ahead of Kelly Oubre. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fourth it, round, third round. Yeah, fifth round. It, it just depends on what how thin... The season looks at the point guard position. It's it's really hard to to dictate because you don't know what you're gonna pick prior to that. Yeah, but maybe a fifth round player, sixth round player would be would be okay. There for me. Point guard position is probably one of the uh, major maraming players to pick. Right, right. That and position, that, right, yeah, and that's an issue, right? So he's one. Another answer you said it earlier, Jeremy Grant. I think Jeremy Grant has been uh, incredible this season, fantasy wise. And kind of surprising, Julius Randle. You said that earlier, also. Even Jalen Brown, to a certain extent, I think, has taken a next, taken his game to the next level, and, and it has become very fantasy. Friendly. Oh yes, see, Jalen Brown has uh, slowed down a bit uh, right. over the right. past few weeks. Pero ito another player na I feel is really surprising for many. Mason Plumley. Yes, early on, I was really impressed by Plumlee. How is he doing now recently? I'm not really following. Still, still doing well. Still doing well. <laughs> good, good, good. No one's really expecting uh, he'll do uh, well at, 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 until this point. Because it's like light. No, that, that's funny because some people are asking us if Detroit will make will make Plumlee the next Jokic. And we were, we were saying <laughs> that maybe, maybe, maybe not to that level. But... <laughs> No, Jokic was always talented, right? Uh, Plumley is just probably having a good year. Maybe closer to a uh, Yusuf Nurkic than a Nikola. Yeah, Jokic, yeah. Where we saw Nurkic kind of just, you know, mid-level NBA player to, well, if he didn't get hurt, damn second-round uh, player, third-round player uh, this season. Though he has been a bit of a bust. But yeah, you, Sinari Kitch, no? I was just about yeah. to say na parang another disappointing player, Sinari Kitch. Absolutely, yeah. But a, a lot of the stuff is injury-related, though, so it's kind of hard. Hard to say Hindi rin eh. I mean, is it really injury related? He started off really, really bad. Yeah, but <laughs> and I don't even. I'm not even sure if he'll get he'll get better after coming back. I I think it was. I think it's premature to think that he was a bust before he got injured, and I think we saw slow starts from. Let me give him the who's Devin Booker had a yeah. very very slow start fantasy wise this season, right? In fact, yeah. his overall ranking isn't isn't that impressive, but boy, he's been strong. Um, who else has kind of had a slow start that I think is going to be fine? Um, Draymond. Nalala mo na naman ni. Oh, here's another surprise. Sorry, Terry Rozier. Terry Rozier. Yeah, Terry Rozier. Oh, 
<laughs> remember when we were talking about that uh, player who's going to be passed around? Yeah. Uh, Eric mentioned <laughs> Terry Rozier is probably one of those players. <laughs> But it looks like he won't be passed around. <laughs> Um, Jared Allen. Jared Allen's had a again circumstance, right? He's an yeah. opportunity has presented itself, and Jared Allen has really taken advantage of it. So good for him. Yeah, yeah. Sobrang solid in Jared Allen. Dude, uh, Kyle Anderson, another one, right? Pero Kyle Anderson, I think right now has been wala na medyo. Memphis is too deep for him to be able to produce. How about right. how about Chris Boucher? Um, oh, the, the, mo- the most uh, talked about player in fantasy. What, what, what do you think about Boucher? The monster, dude, monster. Because he's he's uh, what? Well, he was dropped in some leagues, you know. Yeah, by he, idiots. He, uh, come on, <laughs> <laughs> Wait. There's, no, there's nothing wrong really with this game. I find he's not going to yeah. get this. But two blocks, two threes. I mean, I know he's not at that level. Two blocks, two threes. But he's close. One seven, yes, one yes. nine. Oh come on, man! One seven one nine, dude. Who's more of an idiot? That person who dropped Boucher or that person who dropped Raymond? Raymond? You know, it depends what you need, but it's close. I think, yeah, probably, probably Boucher. Just, yeah, maybe Boucher. Maybe, maybe people are so um, caught up with the bench role, so yeah. to speak. Like, yeah. that, like for me, that's what I noticed with people. They, they, they give too much, too much importance in the starting role. Yeah. Do you do you do you do that, or does that matter to you if someone is starting, or maybe they so, come off the bench? What matters to me is the minutes played, uh, average, right? Our average minutes yeah, played. Yeah. I think that's that's to me or total minutes played. That's the most important thing because obviously it doesn't matter if you're starting or if you're on the bench. It's minutes equal stats. So Boucher has been able to do some amazing things at 23 minutes a game. Yeah, yeah. they are able to bump that up. My goodness, uh, I mean, we're talking about a maybe top 15 player. So um, I guess that's another major difference between Roto and head to head. Because in Roto, you could live with that uh, some level of inconsistency from that player as right. long as he gives you right. uh, good numbers on certain games, right? Pero sa yeah. head-to-head, because a lot of the managers uh, that are complaining about Boucher is really mostly on head-to-head, right? right And right. in head-to-head, if he gives you some goose eggs in some games, parang you can't you can't handle that or you can't live with that. Because eh? parang sayang. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Because you're competing against somebody to win that week. Yeah, yeah. Roto, yeah. we're not competing. We're not competing that week. We're competing for the entire season. So you can have a bad week. Okay, long, no problem. You can have a bad yeah. month. Fine, sure, okay. But you gotta, you know, just if you can get hot, and that's the thing. In head to head, you can, if you get really hot, if your team gets hot, well, what does that happen? Well, you just have to beat the guy, whether you beat him by a lot or beat him by a little. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You just, yeah, just have to beat him. In Roto, if your team can get hot, you can really do some damage. Long-term damage, and that's what yeah. I really. And that's where I, I, I remember one more player, Norman Powell. My God, Nor- Norman Norman Powell. Yeah, I like, mean, yes, this ano may anting anting arrow si Norman. May anting anting si Norman Powell. Hindi na mabalik sa bench. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? He took that job, and it, it kind of ruined OG's value. And OG was great, right, to start yes. like, the first couple of weeks, but yeah, Powell's Powell's been on fire. Um, Would you expect yeah, to break out second half? Some players uh, na you feel that you know will will. I think John Morant is probably going to be one of those guys. I, I don't think he's going to be an incredible fantasy player anyway, just because of his game. But he's not as bad as what we've seen through this this season. I know there was an injury uh, scare there with his ankle that put him out a little bit, but um, he's been he's been warming up right these past couple of games. We're seeing double doubles. We're seeing points scored in the three in the thirty point range. Um, oddly enough, he's missed some free throws recently, but outside of that. I think we can expect some better things from John Morant this uh, second half. Uh, I think here's one. Here's one. Here's my Aaron Baines of the day. No. <laughs> okay, and I'm sure one of you guys have him because you should. Uh, Nick Claxton of the Nets. I've been yeah. holding up now for a couple of weeks. Um, I think he's been on my team for a month, and I liked him. I liked him from last season. I think if the Nets make some moves, like I don't know if the Blake Griffin move is going to hurt his value, and if they end up making another move for a, a, a front court stopper type of defensive guy, then absolutely he's droppable. I, I'm a little worried about the Blake Griffin, but I think Claxton has been doing so well with the limited minutes. He, he is a very Boucher excitement for me. Um, if he can just kind of get unleashed a little bit, if I can get him at 23 minutes, the way Chris is, Chris Boucher is. I'm all over Claxton, so he's he's on my bench. Um, 
So Claxton is one. He, he, he's yeah. on your bench, but you're not playing him yet. So playing, in I, I have not played him once. He is on my okay. bench. Yeah, he's on okay. my bench. And, for late season, uh, and for late season surge. Just to see, yeah, just to see what the Nets do. Because if they come trade deadline, bring in some big guys, uh, Andre Drummond or whatever, just any kind of big guy, then Claxton's irrelevant. But right now, mm, I think there's a chance. <laughs> I think there's a chance. You, you like you, you like Claxton more than let's say Justin Patton, like like Houston. Uh, or, I, think, like, I think Patton's better. I think Patton is. Mm, Patton is definitely rosterable. I think Claxton is kind of fringe rosterable player. Oh, okay, I think okay. Patton's uh, a more rosterable player, a more shorter thing. Because see Vanderbilt, do you think I Vanderbilt? Love, I love Vanderbilt. Oof, the problem with Vanderbilt is you know, so he'll get he'll get 25, 27 minutes, and then get three, four, eight minutes the next day. You yes. Know? So the inconsistency. Ano, Chris Boucher in the starting lineup. Yeah, yeah, but the problem again with with Vanderbilt, he's not a shooter, right? Like, say again with yeah. Boucher or with uh, some of these other guys, they can hit free throws. Vanderbilt yeah. is treacherous. Bad, bad, yeah. yeah. Um. So you're talking re- you're talking rebounds with him. Um, yeah, the defensive some, stats. Yes, yeah, defensive stats kind of sprinkled in there, but really your big there is is the rebounds with him. Uh, Jason Jason Tate, I think is going to be something you want to look is. at uh, second half because of the opportunity. Again, the Rockets probably the worst team in the NBA, if not right there. We're pretty close to the worst team in the NBA. Or Minnesota. Are they right there? Yeah, well, they're, they're shit. So, um, <laughs> but but for these kinds of players, Mo, how many do you usually roster? Like, how many do you stash? Like those states, those Cla- yeah, the Claxtons, three, maybe, maybe three. Maybe. You, you 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 give three roster spots for these players. Because again, like I said, I am plus on my position, so I need oh, to. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, I need okay. to bench them. So I just I carry them for just in case. And that's why I have no. That's why I feel bad about Nerland Nerland Snowell because I am the guy who carries people just in case. And okay. unfortunately, you know, I dropped the wrong dude. Wrong dude. <laughs> what do you think about ano? We we talked about Lamarcus a bit. There may mga nagtanong right now. Uh, Lamarcus, what do you think about rest of the season for Lamarcus? Is is he going to get back close to that level or is it just a or maybe is bad this a good thing for him? Is it is this a good thing like? Leaving San Antonio good for his fantasy value. Yeah, fantasy value is what we're talking about, right? Real yeah. life value. Yeah, yeah. Fantasy value, I don't, I don't know. It, it just lands. Where, where, where does he land? If he lands with a contender, it's bad because stats, right? He's he's going to be uh, a not not a priority. If he lands with a really bad team, then this could be the jackpot, right? This could be if he lands on a team where Popovich is like sometimes with Popovich, but he doesn't play you more than thirty minutes. Though, yeah. though maybe a Jante Murray will get somewhere. Sometimes he'll do a thirty-five minute, or DeRozan would. But some, if he can get to a thirty-minute role, then he's so so fantasy relevant. But mm-hmm. with San Antonio, it doesn't look like he was ever going to even sniff more than twenty-five minutes, and that's that's going to hurt his value. So it really depends on where he lands up. Mm, so yeah, I think Maramirin worried about Marcus. Kung ida drop na ba si Marcus or in one league it, he was dropped already. But again, he's yeah. head to head. He, he's fantasy worthy. I mean, he's he's not he's not, he's not the the juggernaut that he used to be. Maybe you know for the past ten seasons or whatever. But I watched him early in the season. Parang medyo ano talaga? Eh, he's he looks so old already. <laughs> he looks like he looks like it's like the way you look at Blake Griffin. Right? You know, <laughs> yeah, 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 Blake Griffin. <laughs> But at least he shoots better. So maybe sobrang maybe. bagal, tapos parang taba na parang <laughs> hindi out of shape na talaga. Eh. Right, right, parang hindi ko alam kung he's he's gonna get back to that level of uh, parang fifth round value or fourth round yeah. value. But still rosterable, definitely rosterable in the right situation. Just yeah, not not one you're gonna lean on to win win a season for you. If you're in roto, I think you could hold hold on to him. Yep. Like absolutely, I would hold. I would said hold. na parang sure. you could stash some of those players. Uh, for later on, pero in head to head, I we would understand if you drop him already for some right. hotter free agent, right? Okay, let's talk about ano one yun yung main topic natin na. trading. Okay, what's your trade settings? League commission votes. It's commissioner. Bec- uh, it's both. Okay, so it's commissioner, meaning I have I have, I am the commissioner, and I've been commissioner for twenty years now, right? I have. I don't decide on my opinion i decide on the majority of the league's votes the mm. thing that makes us different though from say league votes is that you're, there are no anonymous votes you cannot vote against something anonymously yeah okay you have yeah. to say who you are you have to give sound basketball logic to back up why you think it's a veto and that really helps us because 
Majority is a lot. So if you have a 14-team league, majority is seven vetoes. Seven in 14. Because mm-hmm. you remove the two people involved, leaves down to 12. Yes. Six is still halfway. So you got to get seven, seven vetoes. Yes. Not only do you need seven vetoes, you need seven non-anonymous vetoes and seven vetoes with basketball logic. Yeah. It's so hard to veto a trade in our league. Who, who counters, let's say, someone wants, wants to veto and give, uh, you know, do you, there, is there a debate among managers? Yeah, yeah. Okay, tell me, why are you vetoing it? Give me sound basketball logic. It's not, and sound basketball logic is not, that's not logic. Yeah. That's, in every, in every transaction, you're going to, somebody's going to win. Even if you trade the damn Morris twins, somebody is going to win <laughs> yes. trade, right? It, we're not here. Trading is not to make it fair because that's impossible. Give me a reason why you think it's collusion. That's the only thing. That's the only thing, collusion. That's the, one of the hardest part to... But, but, so, 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 so it means that's the only reason for you to veto a trade because Collusion. you're cheating. You're cheating. That's it. That's okay. the, because I'm an adult. I paid my money. I paid my money. You paid your money. Why do I? Why do you have jurisdiction over my team? If I paid okay. my money, the only yeah. thing, the only reason why you should have any opinion. Well, no opinion you can have, but jurisdiction is what we're talking about. The only reason why you should have jurisdiction on my team is if I am cheating the league, and okay. that's it. Because I paid my money. My money is is, is that's a big deal. But, so, 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 so in in other words, like your league has commish rules, but you the, you base it on on the league's vote privately. Right. Like you have a viper group or right. something. We have a viper group, and you have to post there why you fi- why you feel it's veto worthy. So everyone has to. What if I say I don't want to? I just don't want to. Oh, no, no, I'm only counting vetoes. If you're gonna veto, you better give me your opinion. Okay, and if so, there's if a time frame. Yeah, so we do. So this is how it works. It's three days of debate. It's okay. twenty-four hours if there's no debate. You get it? so if a trade okay. is accepted, it goes through in twenty-four hours. If one person debates it, it stays for three days. Okay. System, because we so want it, you to have a player. We want you to have your player right away. If you if you trade it yeah. for a guy, there's no reason to wait three freaking days for for you to get him. Yeah. So if you if you trade and you especially with a shorter season, you want your guy twenty four yeah. hours if there's no but if there's no debate. So the only criteria for you guys would be if there is collusion involved or if there's cheating involved. Yeah, collusion, cheating, or just I don't know. Um, there have been moments where it didn't feel like collusion, but it was vetoed just because, say, it's a new guy who doesn't know anything about fantasy and traded. Something yes. so ridiculously stupid, then we're like, okay, fine, maybe we'll step in. But I never veto. I, I, I rarely. You know, veto. How the, has there been a time wherein there was proven collusion within the within the league? Because that's the hard for me. Barang as the commissioner, that's hard to ano, eh, the yeah, prove. Yeah, really good question. You can't prove it, but we ask for screenshots. So when you do a trade that we don't feel. Is we feel is egregious. We ask you to screenshot the negotiation, and we do this every year, every year. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I want to see the timeline. I want to see the, the 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 dialogue, and we'll assess it as a group. Okay, that looks. There's no way you can prove, right? Yeah. But we get pretty close to to being confident that nothing was going down shady. And, okay. and and the screenshot thing we've done that a hundred times uh, in the <laughs> okay yung screenshot thing because um, if it's really hard to prove or to say that people are colluding because usually the criteria if it's the bottom team who's tanking already uh, okay so we we have, we have an answer to that sorry sorry for yeah yeah I feel like a salesman right. <laughs> The, we have a, that's the usual concern. It's if yeah, you're okay. at the bottom and then you're towards that. the end if of the you, season. If you come in last place in our league, you're fined three thousand pesos. If you come in last place, you're fined. So yeah. that eliminates the part. So even if you're in the last place, okay, even if you're in last place, you still have to fight for your. You have position. to fight for your life because that's three yes. K, man. <laughs> yeah. Still, Right. Yeah. So that, that's no, that's additional three thousand. That's, that's not an addition like... to your buy-in. Yeah. You're okay. That's addition. Into last place. So okay. It, 
it's it's our way to help manage collusion. Now, it's not perfect. It's not a perfect system. But we'd like our system. You know, the screenshots, the majority votes, the sound basketball knowledge. Look at these screenshots, no, actually. Yeah, the no anonymous vetoes and the and the fine, the the, the three thousand peso fine. No, no. But, but as commissioner, how do you step in when it's like getting too personal? Because that happened to us, even in a, our our our, our league. No, yeah, <laughs> our, our league is a league of friends, and it's it reached that point. Like you know, it's yeah, me that's, somewhere. That's a, how how do you how do you deal with that? That's that's hard. So I have some friends in the league. I would consider some of the guys in my league friends. Some of them I would consider friends because natin, right? But have I ever met them? No, I haven't met them. I haven't met okay. you guys. So, but I would consider you and I, at the very least, some kind of friends, right? Yeah. So I understand the challenge. Um, I, 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 I don't know how to answer that. It's tough. It's, it's, it's. Have we uh, it reached that point in your league? A, oh, absolutely. And fuckers are gone. Like if we feel like. Okay, so we can't we can't prove collusion. Say you have your screenshots, check out. Okay, yeah, okay. the you got the a needed amount of vetoes, or you didn't get the vetoes, whatever dynamic. If we feel like you have a bit of a reputation of doing very bad trades that affect the league, we just kick you out because we have a waiting list. <laughs> like you know, we like we had a guy say we had a guy say he made a trade because he accidentally pressed trade. Okay. <laughs> Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, fine, fine, fine. We'll 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 take that. Okay, fine, we'll take that. We'll rescind the trade because you said accidentally. But give me the screenshots. So you have to tell me, you have to show me that you said no to the trade. You know, there's a lot, there's a protocol. That same guy did it twice. He's gone. <laughs> He's gone out of the league. So again, again, sorry, I don't mention thumb and you press thing. One time you get forgiven. Opposite sides yung yeah, right, exactly. But because you're a friend, we'll give you the benefit of the doubt. You're a friend. Fine. You do it two times, though. You're out of the league, man. And that's because we're, we're, we're talking about a league where the, the prize is 50,000 pesos, upwards of 50,000 pesos. So more than, diba, even 60,000, 70,000. So, you know. That's the annoying for me because not every league naman I do, I'm, I'm the commissioner. But there are leagues now. Start pa lang ng season. Na drop si na body heal accidentally like three players yeah. major yeah. player. Parang for me, paano mo drop yung three type? I would understand kung isa lang, yeah, right. Yeah. Pero kung three players that were dropped of value, parang impossible. But, but, but see, Jeremy, that's why you do. And sorry, and I'm major douchey, no major kupal, but that's why you do an expert league because that shit doesn't happen. You know, what I mean? it, yeah, rookies do mistakes like that, and I, I, I can only tolerate. Playing in leagues with with that, not not very often. No, I mean every now and then we'll bring a new guy in because you know, champion the guy wants to be there and he wants to see what it's like. He wants to see what a truly truly competitive, super cutthroat league feels like. Okay, we'll let you in, but don't be stupid. Huh? And then the moment you are, so so your league has a wait list right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not a formal one, but definitely. <laughs> So I have a question. I have a question. Like, like if if there is a brother of someone that wants to come in, does that factor into your choosing the new team? Yeah. Do, yeah, you, do you allow brothers? We've never had one, but it it'll okay. affect it a little bit. What we would do okay. is just we co-manage, co-manage a team together. Um, because say if somebody wants to come in, we have to kick somebody out, and it's really that's something you don't want to do. Like we're not. Yeah. This is not ruthless. Unless like, someone volunteers to, you know. Exactly. Like, oh, it's too expensive for me this year. Whatever. Fine. Okay. But that rarely ever happens. So we don't have openings often. And if that were the situation that you're giving me, Eric, I would probably say, hey, you, why don't you guys co-manage together since you're brothers, you know, and okay. split it. And that's happened. That's happened where two really, really good friends, bros, they'll just co-manage instead of having two separate teams. You know, y- yung, yung trades, yo, every trade talaga has this chat conversation or because sometimes trades happen I'll just offer a trade to someone yeah. without uh, talking to him first that doesn't accept that doesn't happen in our league very often but remember you don't need to send me this is not the NBA where you have to send me the league office or the, like I don't require screenshots for every, every trade. trade yeah yeah it's just the ones that are major questionable questionable and usually when you're doing a trade of that caliber there's a lot of screenshots to go around. And of course, you can fake the screenshots too if you're yeah. truly polluted, right? But, <laughs> Gra- grabe no <yung> effort. <laughs> yeah, uh, a, yeah, grabe yung effort. A, but B, 
come on, remember, there's a penalty. If you're gonna tank, there's a penalty, and it's it's not a good one. <laughs> so yeah. okay, I'll give I'll give a situation. Do you veto yes, this trade? Do you veto this trade? Let's say let's say um, Andre Drummond. He he gets traded. The news comes out. He gets traded to a team. Let's say let's just say uh, Detroit. Let's just say Detroit. And then Mason Plumlee will suddenly suddenly not get the minutes. Won't start. And then you get a trade like Ramon for Plumlee, something like that. And then the manager will say hey, the, the ranks are close. So how do you how do you evaluate that? Will you veto that trade? No, it's what they want. It's but, what they but, want. But, but it came right after the trade. Like Drummond is going there, he's gonna start and everything, and Plumlee's gonna take Plumlee's oh. position. Okay, so what what I would do is I would go, Are you aware that this what this is what happened? Like yeah. we 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 had a guy who once said he would boarded a flight, did a did a trade, and then wasn't able to see anymore or some bullshit <laughs> he the flight for like fifteen hours or some fucking that guy's out as, as well. But um I would go to the. It's like an injury. I treat it like an injury. If you, for example, say we're watching, I'll say Andre Drummond, Plumley, and Drummond, I don't know, separates his foot the way Hayward did, and I and I send the guy the offer and he accepts it because he didn't see the game. Yeah, that's when we step in and go. Okay, wait, guys, Andrew foul. You know, let's let's resend that. I, I could see us doing that. It's never happened before, but I would do that, and that's maybe the same. No, I don't know. Would I ex- would I exercise that amount of leeway for somebody who didn't know a trade what what if somebody knows a trade like like they oh, said, then, yeah. okay. if they know the trade they are adults they paid their money they are independent managers of their teams they are allowed to trade that if they want to that's my take in, 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 in reality the only i guess the only um perspective really that you know matters a lot is the ma- two managers assuming you're not colluding. 100%, 100%. So whatever so my... Why, why do you have jurisdiction over my team, Eric? Why? Yeah. Why? Like, why is your yeah. opinion... Sh- why should it affect my team? I can do what I want. In the okay. NBA, there are amazing general managers. <laughs> There's really, really bad ones. But you're you're not allowed to... Oh, now, we've seen it before. Chris Paul, you know, Chris Paul trade, whatever, blah, 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 that the fucking league gets involved. But that's so rare. And... and I don't think it should happen in fantasy as well. You should not have any interest in my team at all. Okay, don't care yeah. about your team. Don't care about my team. Yeah. And yeah. and if I consistently do bad trades, guess what? Don't invite me next year. But that's that's how you police it. You don't police the trade. You police the person in future seasons. But but does ranking play a big role? Because it may, may just it's all perspective. Yes. The, ranking. Yeah, it's, yeah. All it's all perspective. Because obviously, like we said, let's talk about some of the guys we said earlier. Um, a drama ran 173, I believe, give or take. Yes, 170, yeah. Okay, so so if you trade me John Moran for let's see, uh who's who's like super okay, let's let's sorry, uh Harrison Barnes, like 69, yeah, yeah. something like that. That's a really bad trade, man. But True. but the rankings doesn't the rankings are not gonna dictate whether that's gonna be vetoed or not. It's hey, what did the team need? At the time, what if the guy needed assist, and yeah. the guy who is letting go of John Morant has an abundance of assist, and he needs what's Harrison Barnes good at? Free throw percentage, or field yeah. goal percentage? That's a legit trade. But but they wanted. Let's say I'm the manager who's you know not involved in the trade. I could say, "Nee, same ng ranking, same." No, it doesn't matter. No, because you. It's that's why it's a perspective thing. The guy. It's not an acceptable veto. That's not acceptable veto because my screenshots will say this, Jeremy. I need assist. What do you got? Oh, ako, 12 ako sa assist, meaning number one of assist in a standard 12 team league. I, and and by the way, I'm number one assist because I also have Nikola Jokic. I also have fucking uh, James Harden. I have these mm-hmm. guys. In, in fact, Morant's value to me is minus in that category. Yes. He's actually hurting my team because he's not contributing anywhere else. I will trade him for yeah. Harrison Barnes, no problem, because I need that field goal percentage. That's a legitimate trade. Yeah. Easy. Easy. Yeah. And, and again, it should not be vetoed by anybody because that's what I need for my team to win. And again, that's another, not that we're selling Roto here, but another difference between Roto and head-to-head. So head-to-head, mas rampant yung mga ganun. Parang hindi sila same ng rankings eh. Pero sa, sa, sa Roto, parang basta kailangan ko na ito eh. 
I need that category. Yeah, I need yeah. that crap, and I'm willing to pay for it. And yeah, that's just kind of. But it, listen, all of these examples are extreme. It does yeah, not yeah. happen in real life that often. And I don't want yes to sell it as a scare tactic to not play roto. I'm not saying that you guys are doing that. You get what I mean. But I don't want you to be scared off because of the possibilities. The possibilities, yes, are crazy, but the realities are different. It doesn't happen often. Yeah, you and if it does be- happen in your league, kick the guy out. What, what, what's your point of view for you know two for ones, three for twos, or people using quantity to trade? Do you think that's a valid? All, yeah, it's all about how you. That's all cunning scheming shit. Like I'm a big two for one guy, and, and trust <laughs> me, every time I offer you two for one, it's a bad deal. Like don't take it because I'm, I'm trying to wheel quantity on you. But okay, but having said that, what if you're negative ten in a in a position? What if you're negative nine in two positions? What if you I don't know, something happened in your life at the time that you didn't check your team for two weeks and now you're negative seven, negative eight. The two for one might be feasible for you because you need to cover those games. But most of the time, two for one's a bad deal. If somebody's offering you two guys for your one player, that's your one players are much, much better than those two guys. <laughs> so, but that's also, that's just, a, that's a personal opinion. You know? that, that's up to you. you, yeah, you yeah. If you're offering two for one, might as well offer yeah, because yeah, because now I have to drop a player too. So shit. Yeah, I don't. I usually, usually that's where the gray area comes in. Like either two for one or players that are have short term value, like Gary Trent, let's say, and then you know that CJ McCollum's coming back soon. Like right now, he's like so hot. So somebody will try to trade him, and then other managers will say, but that's just for the meantime. You know, the values for the meantime, and the other manager would say, but. You know, I think it's sustain it. So I think that's where the gray area usually. Well, comes. I don't, I don't find to be a gray area because that is your responsibility as an analyst. Okay, that is your yeah. responsibility. And and again, we've seen historically bad trades even in the NBA at that professional level. Okay, <laughs> so there is going to be moments like that, and it's going to trickle down into the fantasy world as well. That is your responsibility as an analyst to say, Gary Trent. Oh yeah, sure, I need the three pointers. Uh, and McCollum's injured. But yeah, you, if you don't know the timetable and you accept that trade, thinking Gary Trent is going to pr- pr- produce like this for the rest of the season, that's on you, man. <laughs> like, yeah, <you're laughs> right, right. Yeah. Now, if you do that habitually because it's changing the landscape of the league dramatically, as a commissioner, I wouldn't invite the guy anymore. If he's historically such a bad manager, he's out. And the NBA does that as well. The, the NBA can force you to trade, sell your fucking team if you're not doing your part, Diva. Right? Now, obviously, there are bad owners like Dolan or whatever who are historically bad. But if, if you're if you're bad, they can kick you out of their league. It's a league. It's a, it's a private league. They kick you out if I, you don't if you don't follow. In your in your league, is that the only reason you've been you kick out teams, or is there other like etiquettes that they've failed to follow? Yeah, is there, is there others. So I've never kicked a team out. So I, I say that, but I don't, I've never really done it. I just don't send you the invite next year. Emails come out. message? Where's my invite? Of course they're gonna message. So they message. Where's my invite? Block. My fantasy, my fantasy league is more important than our friendship. Block that guy. <laughs> It's 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 don't measure ruthless. <laughs> pero, pero for those, because I'm sure maraming leagues, uh, we've been getting a lot of complaints from other managers as well joining other leagues. Na no trades are being passed. Because everyone's just I vetoing. And I, I hate that. I hate it. I, can't I think you. you should leave your ano na, yeah. find yeah. another. <laughs> Find another league because because it's a conflict of interest. Like I, it's essentially I'm managing your team, and if it's a, if it's a money league, that's that's foul. It's just foul. It's really really bad. You shouldn't be vetoing trades because you don't think it's fair. And I hate again. I'm gonna say I said it earlier. Trades are not meant to be fair. They cannot even be fair. Like yeah, it's not possible for yeah. a trade to be fair. Because yeah. there's different perspectives to the yeah. trade. Exactly. It's, it's dependent on need. They need bias of the player. Like I trade for players that are on West Coast time because I'm on West Coast time, so I'll I'll overpay for for a West Coast player because it helps my watching enjoyment. I'll do that. I've done that a hundred times. Like if you have a guy, let's say I have, I don't know, Julius Randall. He's on East Coast time. Hey, I'm not home yet from work. 
I'll fucking trade mm. him for a West Coast player. No, a <laughs> yeah, of get- what, I, what I feel to be equal value. Yeah, yeah. It's never really equal. I'm, I'm, I need him because I want to watch yeah. basketball. I mean, the reason for trading is not really something that's maybe fantasy related in terms of yeah, stat wise. And, and, and I'm allowed to do that. Like, yeah. I'm allowed to do that. Because I just want to play. Which is, I've hap- which happens a lot. Which happens a lot. I've done where in the draft, first round, Steph or Giannis, say in past season. On the East Coast timing, Steph. Just for that alone, I've done and, that countless times. And I think very important then for leagues to really have a chat group wherein they can interact with fellow managers, even yeah. if they don't really know each other personally. Absolutely. Parang, one, it's easier for the commissioner to announce anything that he needs to announce. Or, and or, yeah. Secondly, at least you could get to speak or talk to different managers. It's more fun. It, it also yeah, and then you get to know more people or meet new yeah. people, I guess. I mean, for trash talking reasons, for just wala pa no, basketball knowledge. Do you trash talking? Uh, no, not really. Well, not the veterans sometimes kind of bully the younger guys a little bit. <laughs> it's, not, it's not to a level where it, it's any need to jump in or anything like that. But, but, and we've never even had a fight wherein it lasted long. It's disagreements, but disagreements last one day. It's it's not it's not much. Yeah. But 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 Mo, do you take it against the manager if you offer a trade and they don't respond? Like there's a there's a problem with managers like that. Like let's say you message them and they just don't respond to your messages. Like, they publicly shame you. Yun lang. Pu- okay, so you can complain to the commissioner about not, that. Not really complain to the commissioner. Complain to the league in a sense of a very fun. And then everybody will yeah. jump on you, and, and it's 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 a self policing hazing kind of environment. Yeah, you say that, and they're like, oh, see no, see no, oh, talaga, oh, ganyan talaga, you know, then because you're like, ah, oh, okay, I'm pressured to, do which that. makes it more fun, oh, it's way more. Group it's chat. Bullying. That, it's bullying, but okay lang. Basta <laughs> don't, basta don't take it personally, kasi yeah. some it's some locker people. room, it's locker room stuff. Oh, so some people might take it personally. Ayun, guys, yun na yun. A lot of uh, followers are asking for this type of uh, discussion about trade, especially can towards I, the can end. I throw in? Can I throw in one major controversial topic? Yeah, I yeah. know we're running out of time. Okay, and I don't know how... We're, we're good. I am running out of time. My wife is <laughs> This is a very dark, just very dark, but I've thought about it because of COVID. What if one of the managers passes away? Have you ever had Ooh. a league where one of the managers passes away? Because the, honestly, this is a legitimate question yeah. to ask. And I'm sure you have listeners right now who have experienced this, it, it, especially in this COVID time. What do you do as a league? This is a topic. I, I again, I've not experienced this, so this is fully for you guys to discuss and your listeners and whatever. If somebody dies, what's the game plan? Have you? Well, first of all, have you had that yet? No, 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 no. Okay, so what would thankfully you? Thankfully, no. Yeah, what would you? Right, yeah, knock on wood. Thankfully, no. But let's say it happens. What are you guys gonna do? Does the league shut down that year? Do you give everybody because, or do you? Put, I don't know if that that person is. I don't know. That person is first or. Right, right. Or do you, do you just set up their do you set up their team for the best lineup available and then leave it, lock it, and and that's it? Like, what's your game plan here? I think, uh, well, depends on with the agreements, Goro. But at least as far as the team goes of that person, maybe just leave it as is, na lang. Yeah, set up set up the lineup and lock it. Yeah, for me, for or me, well, like, na, just, depends. Yeah, yeah, lock it, lock the lineup, na lang. Depends also on the kind of league. Like it's like a barcada league. I don't think you have the it's like hard to go on with it with the yeah. no bad, with the bad league. Bad oh, diva, right. Yeah, but if it's like a league, a pub, uh, not a public league, but you know, league like your acquaintances and not really friends, friends. Then I guess what Jeremy said is the proper way. It's not a, it, just about someone dying. What if they just become inca- incapacitated? Like right, right. You know, like, like something like that. Something, yeah, some some life changing event, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's a good answer. I think it's a really good answer. If we are friends, it might be a little bit foul to continue. Yes. Yeah, probably I don't envision well not the envision but I think if it's a league of friends who are and that happens uh, I think if it's a money league most likely the commissioners uh, the managers would agree to just donate or yeah, give yeah out that's their, a really really good point yeah right uh, most likely ganun na lang yung mangyayari. Oh, let's just 
you know we'll still continue playing pero whatever uh the the pay the payment that the buy-in for this league is just donated to the person yeah going to that question mo like last year what did you do I mean, COVID stopped COVID. the season. Oh, well, the timing was right. COVID ended with 70% of the season already in done, so, or maybe 80% of the season done. So we, we, we treated the way Yahoo treated it. We, we let Yahoo decide. And what Yahoo decided was uh, the standings pre-bubble is the final standings. And that's what we had. Now, obviously, there are players, there are teams that didn't like that. Yeah. Guys on the bottom, like, what the hell, man? Give my money back. And that's why I said, hey, listen, we're going to have Yahoo decide our fate. If Yahoo says, okay, everybody's season is reset, it's just a lost season and that, that that's fine. We'll just give everybody's money back. But no, they decided that the final standings would be the final standings of the last Rudy Gobert walking off. <laughs> and, um, and that's how we treated it. I mean, it took a while though. It took us a few weeks to, to eventually come up with that plan, but that was ultimately. The but, but, but did you do uh, something like this year? Like, do you have a special agreement this year? Because that could no, happen. Just- Right, we just well, we we flirted with it uh, with an idea of if the season shut down early, like in the first week or the first two weeks, then maybe we would. But it, it, the the world wasn't going there at the time, yeah. with COVID, so it it didn't materialize. And I think the NBA did an incredible job with its with its protocol. I mean, they did a great job in the bubble, but they've also done a really really good job outside of the bubble this season. And I think. Um, you know, we're guaranteed the sport. And it guaranteed. looks like it's the situation uh, somehow is getting better. He's in the, yeah, in the absolutely. States, right? Absolutely. So, with the yeah. vaccines. I mean, I'm, I'm vaccinated. My wife's vaccinated. Like, really? Yeah, yeah. We got vaccinated a month ago. So, I mean, it's 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 it's, it's been good. It's been good. Ay, mga two years pa yata tayo. Yeah, you guys been <laughs> <interrupt. laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, two years is, is an exaggeration, but I wouldn't be I wouldn't be um, surprised if it took one year, honestly. And that's, that's yeah, yeah, that's bad. most likely. L- last two things. So last uh, episode we had with you, we talked about a player that's been passed around. Who in your league has been passed around already? Ooh, that's a good question. Let me hold. On. I'm gonna have to go to the transactions because I want to I want to get a good answer here. Sino ba sa atin, Eric? Passed around. Wala eh. We trades sa atin eh. Or I know you got yeah, drops, ad drops, drops ads. Ah, uh, I'll throw out a couple while you're in, uh, quickly of the the of the Knicks. I think we've all owned quickly. Yeah. Um, the rookies, no, some of the rookies. Malik Beasley. What? In our, li- in our oh, league, um, so drafted, good. drafted, dropped, drafted, dropped. Uh, Drop added, drop that. I think 14 owned him already. Oh, and then after we suspend, drop ulit. Oh, drop ulit. Oh, that's surprising. Tristan Thompson has been one um, on our league. Uh, uh, Boston on- Centers, no? Thais yeah. and yeah. Thompson. Uh, yeah, the most with- Time Lord. How, how how's Time Lord doing there? Dude, Time Lord, so like no, he's been rostered since day one, and he's he's been he's been doing well. No, he's definitely in some rostered. leagues because you know, the drop narin yung si Time Lord for from Great. different. I'm taking the Nerland Noel's uh, Nerland's Noel mentality with with Robert Williams. Uh, Kuzma is another one. Um, yeah, Kuzma. Who else has been Peyton? Peyton, Peyton Pritchard, Pritchard has been is mga rookies, marami. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, quickly and quickly, quickly is probably the, num- the number one answer for that. And then Lonnie Walker, just because again, uh, the, the Spurs the have had start. Danny Green, you mga ganyan, Danny Green. Yeah. Plus COVID, so yeah. Uh, anyway, what's the question? So you think is two more? And then la- last one, the yung Ben Simmons update natin. I remember we were talking about how many trees. Oh my gosh! Okay, so, so how many trees? Hindi alam ng listeners because we it was off the record already. What did what was my answer to how many? Ten. Gonna... You said ten. Oh, that's a bad answer. <laughs> Eric five. Ako three. Baka parang on track si Eric eh, five. Yeah, baka because only he has two. Yes, two so oh. far. So, pwede pa ako five kasi half the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm way, way off. <laughs> he doesn't take them a lot talaga eh. So, and yeah. I... And well, you never Phil- know. There's still 40 games left. They, with Philadelphia, the way they're playing right now, he has a role not to take them too much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, darn it. I, I screwed that one up. Um, okay, yeah. Okay lang. All right. All right. So, yun, guys. Thanks, thanks Mo, for... Ano, for joining us uh, once again and uh, for your insights 
on fantasy basketball. Maybe end of the season, let's talk about it. Yeah, man, I love being on your show. I think it's a really, really good show. So I, I enjoy it. Thank so you, thank, thank you. you. We do daily. If you, you know, that's awesome. Good, man. good for you guys. Three, about thirty minutes lang a day. No, I yeah, kaya you see Eric oh, is in the office, eh. Parang insan takes calls kanya <laughs> during mm. the during no, the work. Ano. I love it. That's garage band raw. That's the hustle. Yeah, <laughs> love it. Really good for you. No, hell yeah. Especially when you're talking about sports, because sports is yeah. competitive. And for you to go out there, work hard, and still do the show and and do your life, I love it, dude. Keep keep going. You guys are awesome. And we're trying to build the daily fantasy scene here, also in the. Do you play daily fantasy? I don't because I live in Nevada where it's not allowed. Um, oh, okay. It's a ah, okay. Because I want to, I want to play, but every time I try, and I VPN all that, well, every single time, sorry, can't do it. Ah, yeah, bawa dito. So sayang. I I want to very badly, but I, mean, I, I have in the sense like I've asked my about my sibling. I said, oh, pay me credit card more. I'm gonna do the daily fantasy. But I have that. They have to input the lineup because they're obviously there's a geographical. Yeah, element. yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a headache. So I'm like, you know, never mind. But that's I the only thing it. I'll do because I play one. I play one fantasy league a year. Yeah. So the only exception I will make outside of that would be daily, and I can't unfortunately. Sayang, sayang. All right, guys. No, so I'm that's talking it. about the baseball season, man. I, I do other sports, man. Fantasy baseball drafts coming up in a couple of weeks. I know baseball is not a big deal to, for many Pinoys and stuff, but oof, man, I am pumped up. PBA, PBA. Is there is there a PBA fantasy? Is there a site? Yeah, I think well, there, there was, there was, there way, was way, way, way back. Yeah, but there's just so little teams, so few teams. Na parang walang sense. Maybe a daily would be better for PBA than the yeah. full season, right? Yeah. Anyway, okay. So yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks more for joining, and of course, that's another weekly episode of the Fantasy Benchwarmers again. Uh, like we, like I said. Uh, abangan nyo yung daily fantasy quickies namin as always and the written nagsusulat rin yan si Eric on our Facebook group about the daily quickies so yun we'll see you again tomorrow bye guys yeah. thanks guys bye